Welcome to Podcast West Seattle Pandemic Diaries, Volume 4. My name is Andrew. On each episode of the Pandemic Diaries, we take a quick look at how our family of four, plus Grandma and Grandpa, is adjusting to quarantine life. I've been looking for opportunities to help, and there's not a whole lot I can do without leaving the house. We also check in with a member of the community to see how their world has changed. On this episode, we visit with Carmen Smith from the White Center Food Bank and Fran Yates from the West Seattle Food Bank. I think one day for food distribution, we saw 20 new families. This is Podcast West Seattle Pandemic Diaries. As I record this, it has been 28 days since our family effectively went into quarantine. I go to the store about once a week. We pick up takeout three to four times a week. Otherwise, we are home and at Grandma and Grandpa's condo. We're lucky that we're able to choose early to isolate ourselves in two locations. This flexibility is a luxury that not many people have, and we are grateful for it every day. It is also great that the kids get to spend so much time with their grandparents. We're playing, I don't know what to call it. We're, we're playing a game that was in the back of the book, Give well, a Mouse a Cookie. We each need a three. Whoever gets the next three oh, wins. <laughs> and he has been getting all the lucky cards at the still, end. Still, the challenges can pile up when you're living in reduced circumstances. The kids still get along remarkably well, but... They seem to be doing pretty well. They have their moments where they, like, bicker and fight because um, they're the only kids they get to be around. But overall, I feel like they're doing pretty well. Alice, the two-year-old, has been rebelling against naps and bedtime, which makes things more challenging. She fights naps, like her brother, like her mom. Yeah. Yeah. Like my grandma. Like your grandma. Like my grandpa. Like your grandpa. Oop. A walk with her in the carrier. So that's hopefully she'll fall asleep. Another way we're lucky is that our professional lives, well, altered, have continued. Work's going well. It's busy, it's, and, but I feel like I'm in a little bit more of a groove, yes. I guess. Thanks. I was getting an error about my computer microphone. I keep getting that periodically, too. I'm not sure why. And having these advantages makes it feel all the more important to help support the community. The best thing an individual can do is stay home and stay healthy, but people are looking for ways to do more. Yeah, I've been looking for opportunities to help in some way and there's not a whole lot I feel like I can do like without leaving the house obviously so I've just been kind of looking for places where I can right now donate money so a friend posted something about um, an organization helping undocumented people during this time in Seattle so I donated to that and then EGO Malua's fund for artists and then there was the local food banks west seattle and white center food banks i spoke with both of our local food banks i wanted to know what it's like there now that everyone's world has altered here's carmen smith from the white center food bank you know since the beginning of the outbreak here in king county we've seen folks um, come to us because the grocery store shelves were depleted of food staples such as eggs or um, milk and since Many of the businesses have actually closed. Um, we're seeing a lot of new families that recently lost work or can't find um, child care. I think one day for food distribution, we saw 20 new families. 
um, which is actually quite high. Um, we usually sometimes see that in a week, but on one day, um, it was it was a lot. Well, it has just added a major, major twist to the way we do services. That's Fran Yates from the West Seattle Food Bank. We usually have folks come into the food bank. They have a shopping cart. They wander the aisles, so they pick out food that will work for their families. Because we are trying to really limit the number of people that come in to the area and that we interact with, we have moved to doing pre-made bags of food. So in a normal week, we'll serve close to 1,000 families through the food bank. Um, that's only the folks that come here to the food bank. That doesn't include our mobile sites. Um, and so right now, for all the families that are coming, we're pre-bagging two bags of food, one of um, shelf-stable product and one with perishable items. So just keeping on top of bagging the food has been a major undertaking. While getting food to community members who need it is the main priority, there is more to it than that. Here's Fran Yates again. Um, we recently merged with the West Seattle Helpline, so our services have expanded. So we have community connector program, so we have uh, staff that helps folks find additional resources that they might need in the community. Um, and we also have financial assistance for folks who have an eviction notice or have um, a utility shutoff notice, bus passes, um, and then we also have a clothesline. It's similar down at White Center with Carmen Smith. Um, it's also really important for us to carry an assortment of culturally relevant food items um, since we serve such a diverse community. And then we also connect folks to other resources that they might need, um, healthcare, job resources, rent, utilities, um, that sort of thing. How can people help at the White Center Food Bank? So I think um, the best option to support the food bank that kind of adheres to all the social distancing practices is just to make a monetary donation online. Um, you can do that on our website. It's whitecenterfoodbank.org. But we do recognize that um, monetary donation isn't feasible for everyone. Um, so there are other ways to support, such as um, donating uh, unopened, unexpired food items, um, purchase, purchasing items from our Amazon wish list. And then if folks feel comfortable and are in good health, um, they can volunteer which is actually um, a big help for us right now because most of our volunteers um, belong in the 60-plus age group and they're self-isolating right now, which we totally support, but um, has kind of left us um, short on, on help. Um, and then all of this information can also be found on our website. And if you're closer to the West Seattle Food Bank, the needs are similar. Well, um, we anticipate that um, the impact of the COVID-19 is going to last for months to come. And so what that means is we're going to have more folks needing food, more folks needing that financial assistance. So um, donations are very, very appreciated and will go to help families that are 
um, really trying to stay in their home um, or stay fed. Um, I, I do want to thank the community members who have supported us. We've really had a lot of folks stepping up and, and helping through financial donations or offers of volunteer assistance. Um, and, and we just feel grateful to be part of this amazing community. Thank you, Fran, and thank you, Carmen. You can find out more about the West Seattle Food Bank by visiting westseattlefoodbank.org, and the White Center Food Bank is online at whitecenterfoodbank.org. That's all for this episode of Podcast West Seattle, Pandemic Diaries. Please subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. If you like what you've heard, tell a friend, write a review, or both. If you'd like to leave us a message, visit at Podcast West Seattle on Facebook. Until next time, stay home and stay healthy.